the 2018 draft was one of the more anticipated drafts in recent memory, with Pro Bowl talent up and down the board. With this season's playoffs a week away, let's go back and use our 2020 knowledge to redraft the first round of the 2018 NFL Draft. First overall, the Cleveland Browns take quarterback Lamar Jackson. Although he has regressed a little bit this season, you cannot argue with the past success. In Jackson's first season as a full-time starter, he went 14-2 and won the MVP award, as well as breaking Michael Vick's record for most rushing yards in a season for a quarterback. Jackson will be a top quarterback in this league for the foreseeable future. Second overall, the New York Giants take quarterback Josh Allen. The top two picks were tough. It's a toss-up for me, honestly, especially since Josh Allen has taken a massive leap forward in 2020. Allen goes number two in this redraft to the quarterback needy Giants. Allen is a physical specimen who could extend the play, run the ball very effectively, and has proven he can make all the big throws. Third overall, the New York Jets take guard Quinton Nelson. Quinton Nelson is an absolute freak of nature. Rarely is there someone as athletic as him at his size. He excels in both pass protection and run blocking. The best interior lineman in this draft and in the NFL today falls to the Jets at number three, who have been desperate for offensive line help for some time now. Fourth overall, the Cleveland Browns select defensive end Bradley Chubb. The proposal of pairing up Bradley Chubb with someone like Miles Garrett is too much for the Browns to pass up here. This would be an absolute nightmare for opposing offenses. Hampered by a 2019 ACL tear, when Chubb is on the field, he has as disruptive as anyone in the NFL. Fifth overall, the Denver Broncos select quarterback Baker Mayfield. The Broncos were reportedly very interested in taking a quarterback in 2018, but settled for Bradley Chubb once Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield were off the board. Mayfield is a better-than-what's-left category at this point and solves the quarterback problem the Broncos have had since Peyton Noodlearm retired. Mayfield proves that he can make the necessary throws and win games. Sixth overall, the Indianapolis Colts select linebacker Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard is a diamond in the rough if there ever was one. An all-pro and one of, if not the best linebackers in the NFL today, falls to the very same team that drafted him one round later. Seventh overall, the Buffalo Bills select linebacker Tremaine Edmonds. In the actual draft, the Bills traded up for Josh Allen, so this pick is a little deceiving. There are better players left than Edmonds, but the Bills have a glaring need at linebacker, and Edmonds is as talented as they come to play the middle linebacker position. With elite speed and tackling ability, the Bills can take him one pick earlier than they originally took him. With the 8th overall pick, the Chicago Bears select cornerback Jair Alexander. Jair Alexander has established himself as one of the best cover cornerbacks in today's NFL. Nothing wrong with the Roquan Smith pick, but Jair fits a very hard need to fill, and he's an absolute stud. With the ninth overall pick, the San Francisco 49ers select cornerback Denzel Ward. The first two cornerbacks are off the board in back-to-back -back picks. I really wanted to go wide receiver here, but there's just no wide receivers worth taking in the top 10. The 49ers need secondary help, and Denzel Ward is one of the 10 best cover corners in the game right now. With the 10th overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals select quarterback Sam Darnold. Hear me out. Sam Darnold can't be worse than Josh Rosen, right? Right? Anyway, Arizona desperately needs a quarterback here, and Sam Darnold has all the intangibles to be a great NFL quarterback, despite not living up to the hype yet in his career. 
you try and look good with Todd Bowles and Adam Gase as your first two coaches in the NFL. I'm not going to go on a tangent here as a Salty Jet fan. Just trust me on this one. With the 11th overall pick, the Miami Dolphins select safety Derwin James. Yeah, yeah. No difference between Derwin James and Minka Fitzpatrick, right? Wrong! Minka Fitzpatrick made his massive leap after leaving Miami. And Derwin James has been a problem since the moment he stepped on an NFL field. If he could stay healthy, he'd probably be the best safety in football right now. Miami gets it right with this pick. With the 12th overall pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select running back Saquon Barkley. Ah yes, the moment you've all been waiting for. When will Saquon finally come off the board? Well, there you go. Despite being a top three running back in the league when healthy, I can't justify taking a running back until right now, when a team actually needs him. The Bucks haven't had a consistent run game since Doug Martin and LeGarrette Blunt, and desperately need a workhorse, and they get one of the best in the league with Saquon Barkley. With the 13th overall pick, the now Washington football team selects safety Minka Fitzpatrick. The Washington football team is probably the most safety-needy team in this draft, and they get an absolute stud. Minka is incredibly versatile, and one of the best safeties in the game right now. The Deron Payne pick is also a good one, but Fitzpatrick just fits more of a need here. With the 14th overall pick, the New Orleans Saints select linebacker Leighton Van Der Esk. The Saints initially traded up for this pick, but now with the pick, the Saints are desperate for some linebackers, and Van Der Esch drops right into their lap here. A pro bowler and a second team all-pro in his rookie year, Van Der Esch has been derailed by injuries in the years since, but is still one of the best young linebackers in the game. With the 15th overall pick, the Las Vegas Raiders select offensive tackle Orlando Brown. Going into the pre-combine part of the draft process, Orlando Brown was the top tackle prospect. After a horrendous combine, Brown fell to the third round. Given what we know now, that doesn't happen here. The Pro Bowler slides perfectly right into the Raiders' offensive line. With the 16th overall pick, the Buffalo Bills select center, Frank Ragnow. The redraft hasn't been kind to the Bills so far, but they need offensive line help here. Ragnow was drafted as a center, but can play guard as well. A Pro Bowler in 2020, Ragnow is finally showing off why he's a first round selection. With the 17th overall pick, the Los Angeles Chargers select linebacker Roquan Smith. Besides for Edmonds, Smith is one of the most athletic linebackers in this draft class, something the Chargers have been desperate for, for some time now. They scoop up Smith, who is somehow still on the board at this stage. With the 18th overall pick, the Green Bay Packers select linebacker Fred Warner. The Packers need help in a lot of places, but getting more athletic and versatile in the front seven should be the number one priority. Warner is the total package, and is a top 5 linebacker in today's game right now. The Packers don't like to spend, so nailing picks is what they have to do, and they definitely do that with this pick. With the 19th overall pick, the Dallas Cowboys select wide receiver, Calvin Ridley. Finally, a wide receiver comes off the board, and it's arguably the best one in the class in Calvin Ridley. Ridley can harass all levels of the defense, and is a pristine route runner, and a perfect target for Dak Prescott. With the 20th overall pick, the Detroit Lions select running back Nick Chubb. All aboard the Chubb train! Alright, I'm sorry, I'll stop now. I feel like Nick Chubb kind of flies under the radar, but in reality he is one of the most consistent and electric running backs in the league. The Lions need a workhorse to take some of the pressure off of Matt Stafford. Chubb can resurrect the Lions' terrible run game, 
With the 21st overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals select tight end Mark Andrews. The Bengals realistically need help in other places, but having a tight end like Mark Andrews is hard to pass up. Andrews can block and stretch the field, and can provide the perfect safety blanket for any quarterback over the middle. With the 22nd overall pick, the Tennessee Titans select wide receiver Cortland Sutton. The Titans immediately go out and nab their number one wide receiver of the future. Sutton is long, physical, strong, and has tremendous hands. He can make the contested catches and burn the defense. With the 23rd overall pick, the New England Patriots select quarterback Josh Rosen. Okay, okay. Come on, let's have a little fun with this one. Don't kill me yet. Just hear me out. If we are using our knowledge that we have now, yes, this pick makes no sense whatsoever. But, given the Patriots' current quarterback situation with a 35% throwing capacity Cam Newton, this might actually make a little sense. With the knowledge we have in 2020, Tom Brady left already. Would it be so crazy to draft Rosen here, have him learn behind Tom Brady for two years while still being coached by Bill Belichick? Then have Rosen take the reins as Brady's heir apparent? Doesn't sound as far-fetched now, huh? There have been worse draft picks made, and it's an interesting scenario. Too bad we won't ever see it happen, given the unfair hand Rosen was dealt in his career up until this point. With the 24th overall pick, the Carolina Panthers select wide receiver DJ Moore. DJ Moore is a very good NFL wide receiver, and I believe he fell in the right place the first time. Moore is a good route runner with good hands and speed to burn. No need to redraft here. With the 25th overall pick, the Baltimore Ravens select wide receiver DJ Chark. The DJs go back to back here. Chark gives the Ravens a young receiver that could blossom into a very good number one option. He's got the hands and the speed, something the Ravens can use, especially since they like to stretch the field in their offense. With the 26th overall pick, the Atlanta Falcons take defensive lineman Deron Payne. The Atlanta Falcons could use some help on the interior of the defensive line. Grady Jarrett is phenomenal, but when he gets double teamed, it's very hard for the Falcons to generate pressure or stop the run. Adding a guy like Payne adds a lot of disruption and forces one-on-one -on -one matchups. Good luck blocking against those two behemoths. With the 27th overall pick, the Seattle Seahawks take offensive tackle Colton Miller. Has Seattle ever truly tried to protect Russell Wilson? I feel like the poor guy is running for his life on every play. Seattle makes the smart pick here. Miller shores up a borderline horrendous offensive line and ensures Wilson will be able to stay on his feet more. With the 28th overall pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers select cornerback Dante Jackson. The Steelers need some help in the secondary, in more ways than one. But starting off by taking Jackson is a hell of a start. Jackson is a burner, with a nose for the ball and a pretty decent tackler as well, which is hard to find in cornerbacks today. With the 29th overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars take tight end Mike Gusecki. Besides from Mercedes Lewis, I really can't think of a tight end that's been good in Jacksonville. Mike Gusecki is an absolute nightmare to defend. He's extremely physical off the line and is a fantastic red zone target. Gusecki is also deceptively fast, which could help stretch the field. With a 30th overall pick, the Minnesota Vikings select offensive lineman Mike McGlinchey. McGlinchey is a very versatile piece that could play right guard, right tackle, or left tackle. That's exactly what the Vikings need here to help stabilize their shaky offensive line. McGlinchey is probably best suited as a guard, but being able to play both inside and outside is a luxury that the Vikings could use. 
With the 31st overall pick, New England Patriots select tight end Dallas Goddard. I don't know if it was just Tom Brady, but man did the Patriots love their tight ends. With Gronk gone, the Patriots have struggled to replace him. Goddard is a breakout star in the making. A huge target with some quickness, linebackers would have a lot of fun trying to keep up with him in the Patriots' tight end-centered game plans. With the 32nd overall pick, the Baltimore Ravens select offensive tackle Braden Smith. In an offensive line class that wasn't spectacular, Smith stands out as one of the most consistent linemen of this draft. Although he hasn't made a Pro Bowl yet in his young career, he is durable and rock solid, and should be on a Pro Bowl roster in no time if he keeps improving. So there you have it, my 2018 first round redraft.